But Deirdre Maguire from DeirdreMaguire.com is here to unravel your mind and make Christmas a lot easier. There's a challenge for you, <laughs> Ms Maguire. Well, the secret of it is, you know, I was just listening there to all the talk about sugar and not sugar. And what's actually driving the whole thing is your inner image, your self-image. Are you... Um, do you consider yourself to be valuable enough to be healthy? Um, I've definitely, you know, had a whole relationship with sugar and chocolate. and um, But the chocolate's not the problem. The chocolate is the symptom. The sugar is the symptom. So when you address the core, the problem, um, which is um, your inner image, your inner self-value, if you have a, a bigger vision of your life, you know, what you want your life to look like, you know, you know, having a goal, uh, where are you going, what do you want to do? I was up early yesterday morning, I was up in the dark and I was in Tullymore with my CrossFit um, athlete runner friends and we're out running in the dark um, as the dawn was coming up. It was absolutely beautiful. There was nobody there, nobody in Tullymore, only us. There were about, I don't know, maybe 15 of us. Had your head torches on? No, we didn't need the head torch. It was just the, the the light just comes. You see, I'm immediately worried about you going over on your ankle. No, it, it it was dark when I got up. It was dark when we got to the car park. By the time we met and discussed what route we were going to take, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, then it was breathtakingly beautiful. Okay, so it's, it's dawn and it's gorgeous and you're safe and you're vibrant and you're healthy and you're fit. But how will that help you and I know you won't be eating chocolate other than the odd morsel over Christmas. How do you, how did you transfer yourself from someone who did like to indulge mm-hmm. to someone who is now constantly and understandably describing yourself as an athlete? Because you do live the life of an athlete. And just to be blunt about it, and I don't mean to be past remarkable, but you present your body as the body of an athlete. Well, I deliberately chose that word. You know, I I remember when I did, someone else actually said to me and said, we are athletes and I went, I'm not an athlete. Because my inner image of myself was that I'm not an athlete because I thought, well, I just try and do something. But when I changed that word, when I actually changed that word and used it deliberately, I do deliberately use it consciously to to create my inner image, to use my imagination, which is your mind, the greatest mental faculty you have that nobody's using, or very few. And when you use that to change how you see yourself on the inside, then you will stay away from chocolate more often. I had chocolate this weekend, but what, what I will do is I will eat dark chocolate. I will eat, you know, um, a, a chocolate that has less sugar in it. And I'm in control. The chocolate doesn't control me. I control it and I take some but I don't need to now I also have done it in the past where I've eaten too much and thought no I don't want to do that because I've got a bigger vision of where I'm going I I intend to live as long as I can to live a fully expanded life as well as I can and um, so when I keep that as my north star when I keep that goal in front of me you know, I read my goal this morning. When I, I have a daily practice, you know, when I get up in the morning, I read for my goal of what I want, where I'm going, and how I want my life to be. So that's my inner satnav. It's my GPS. So that colours the decisions that I make. So you wouldn't sit and unwrap a box of roses one after the other. No, 
No. But I, people I, will do that over Christmas. They'll do it they'll do it a few times. They will overindulge. They will be pegging out for want of mm, a better yeah, term yeah. at the office party, at the works do, yeah. at the family get together, yeah. at the visiting the auntie, the Christmas dinner, the Boxing Day sloth fest. Yeah. And, and and on it goes into the into the new year. Where at the very beginning of December, convince me that I shouldn't do it. How how do I avoid doing exactly what I'm describing that I'm going to do? What do you want your life to be about? You know, we were talking about this before we came on air. You want to live long and you have a fear of dying. So if you are invested in living long and seeing, you know, your daughter got married this year, do you want to see your grandchildren? Do you, is that something that's important to you? So when you think about that, when you look at the tin of roses, you think, well, no, I've got a bigger plan. I'm not saying I eat roses. I will be eating roses. I will be eating roses over Christmas. But I'm in control. I enjoy a few. You see, when you start to do that binge thing, you're actually, it's mindless. It's actually mindless. You've turned your mind off and you're just on automatic pilot. And likewise, this can be continued via alcohol or via Any, food. Yep, you know, anything. We're, we're just talking about chocolate at the moment. But any of these things that we overindulge in, yeah. it's stopping it. You know, yes, I do want to see my grandchildren. So God bless us, there will be grandchildren. You know, yeah. the, 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 point, the point is, whenever I see that bar of chocolate, you know, at half seven in the evening and there's a cup of tea sitting there, you know, I'm not thinking grandchildren. I'm thinking instant satisfaction. Well, you've got to, you know, you've got to train your mind to, to think bigger, to think of the longer picture. And I must say, you know, Christmas, of course, have some, but you don't need to, you know, see, if you've got the problems, if you've got all those issues, Christmas is just a time for you to let fly. You know, it's not Christmas. It's what you're doing in your head and you are using Christmas as an excuse. And when I say excuse, you know, I don't mean that harshly. What I mean is, and this is why I come here every week, this is why I'm passionate about this work, because if you know there is another way that you can learn how to take control of your thinking, and when you take control of your thinking, you're more in control and you actually have a better life. Like, I am so grateful for everything I have. Like, when I was... You know, I actually, you know, when I was in Tullymore yesterday morning and I was watching the leaves falling and the colours and I thought, this is breath, this is unreal. It's so beautiful and so amazing. And that's what I want my life to be about. But if you're mood altering and you haven't dealt with the pain that you're carrying, you know, if you haven't dealt with pain that you're carrying, you will continue to use mood-altering substances to try and anaesthetise yourself. But, but say you don't have any pain. You know, the, the, that's, that's the point. There'd be people who are begorging on sweets and there alcohol. Would be, and people wouldn't be gorging if they... They just love the taste of it. Well, well, yes, you like the taste of it, but do you want... You know it's not good for you, so you eat some of it. You've got some form of discipline. You've got a discipline about you. You've yeah, got a sense of responsibility. Who, but everyone who drinks a lot or everyone who gorges on food or everyone who consumes bar of chocolate after bar of chocolate isn't necessarily hiding some ogre that's lurking, no. lurking no, in the darkness. That's not true. That's not true. Everyone. Yes. Everyone who is overindulging in anything like that is not dealing with the problem. 
the, the, the chocolate, the ice cream, the, the overindulgence of food is the symptom. It's the symptom. It's not the food. That's why it's not the food. It's why am I doing it? Why is one person doing it and the other person isn't? There's a reason why you're doing it. You know, my own story is, you know, I was at boarding school and I felt lonely a lot of the time and we were restricted. They were very strict on us and what we were allowed to eat. So chocolate was seen as a reward. So on Saturday, we were allowed to buy two bars of chocolate and that was your chocolate for the week. And I remember feeling very lonely, didn't know what to do. It was Saturday afternoon. I was still in my uniform back in the day. I was a boarder. So I was still in my uniform and I was lonely and I missed my family. And I remember just lying on the bed and eating chocolate because it felt good. So then my mind connected chocolate with a good feeling. But what you're not doing is not playing past the good feeling. It's the same issue with someone who drinks, some smoking, whatever. You, you must train your mind to play past that to the bigger vision. And the bigger vision is you want to be, a, you know, a grumpy old man, 95 years of age, still, you know, um, having fun, still enjoying yourself because you're healthy. So if that's what you want and that's your priority, Frank, then yes, enjoy the odd, you know, bar of chocolate, one a week or... I want to be a happy old man. I don't want to be a grumpy old man. Well, just we, you, we, you, we'll you were just being sexist there, weren't a, you? A lobotomy? No, not, it's not sexist. Robert's nice and he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, desperate. I'm going to say to you, I'll put you in the back of the car and drive you to Newton Hearts. <laughs> this on the back of sleep. This on the back of me trying to get my daughter over to sleep, which is we Bobby having to drive her to Newton Hearts in the back of the car. So the the reality is, you could sort people out just briefly. How are we going to do it for for Christmas this year? <laughs> okay, so now, so this day three weeks, we will be in the thick of it. So I wanted to ask you, Frank, what does Christmas mean to you? You know, it's often portrayed as a period of happiness, joy, relaxation and celebration. But if that isn't what yours is like, you can feel like a failure, you know. And some of the problems are, you know, shopping, finding the perfect present, financial strain, family dynamics, holiday hosting, travel issues, loneliness, expectations, pressure to create that perfect uh, holiday experience, work obligations. So... Those are all the realities of Christmas for a lot of us. So I have three strategies. One is plan and organise. When you plan, when you, you see, this is all connected. You know, I have a, a life plan. I have a life plan. I, have, I spend time on that. I invest time on my life plan. What do I want? What do I want my life to look like? Who do I want to help? Who do I want to love? Who do I want to love me? Those are important issues in my life. Those are my values. So when I do that, then I will plan things. So if you want to have a good Christmas, you set your intention now. Make your decision. I'm going to have a good Christmas. This is the festive season and I'm going to have a good Christmas. So plan. When you fail to plan, you plan to fail. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So create a realistic plan around your shopping, your social events, Chunk things down, break down tasks into manageable steps. If you feel overwhelmed, you know, and ask for help. Set achievable goals to reduce the feeling of being overwhelmed. 
you know, keep a to-do list. That's what I do. I have a to-do list in one place. I have a wee book and everything's in it. Number two, learn to say no. Remember this, Frank. Saying no to others is saying yes to you. If you're one of those people who's overwhelmed and you can't say no, practice. You know, I remember doing this myself, standing in the mirror and just saying no. No is a complete sentence. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to explain it. Learn to say no, because when you say no to others, you're saying yes to yourself. You know, recognize your limits and be selective. And the third one is set your priorities. And this is what I was talking about. Set your intention. Consciously decide. Consciously decide what you want your festive time to be about. Even write it down on the back of a business card. Keep it in your pocket or, or your I'm a great one for post-it notes. You know, my intention is to have a loving Christmas. That's my intention. So when I, uh, I can use that to measure. So that's my intention. That's my goal. So if something fits in with it, then I'll do it. And if it doesn't fit in with it, I won't do it. So I was going to say, this is the one for you. Disconnect from your screens to reconnect with the people that really matter in your life. Will you have your phone turned off on Christmas Day, Francis? My phone is never turned off. I've often uh, admitted to that. So I'm not addicted to it. I just... That's uh, your tell lies. I'm not addicted to it. I just, <laughs> I just depend on it. You know what I mean? I need to know what's happening. And I like to be across you know how many times have you taken my photograph in here from you arrived especially my Christmas decorations <laughs> they, you know at your request I yeah, take another one up. take another one I, I put them up and I just think they're fabulous and I you know he's talking about his Christmas decorations here which I don't know anyway oh, alright they're not great <laughs> oh, they're lovely they're lovely those two balls are lovely yeah huh. they're hanging here with an element of I don't know just presence if a presence about them. The, yes there, there's an air of um, joy about joy, is joy. The and that's what, what we want what we, we want to be to joyful we, we're off to a great start there you go make a decision about it give more than you ever expect to receive do something for a friend help a stranger volunteer make a present uh, completing random acts of kindness or simply taking the time to genuinely thank someone will strengthen relationships and create experiences that material gifts can't even get close to. You're not off the hook though, Frank. I want, I want a Christmas present. Kindness is a choice. It's the best gift you can give others because it's contagious. The gospel according to Deirdre. I tell you, amen to that. May the Lord go with you and all who travel happily alongside you. Uh, Deirdre Maguire from DeirdreMaguire.com is here on the U105 uh, phone-in. Hopefully that got you organised for Christmas. He'll